financial needs. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon here with DJ Barker and Peter Lynch, as well as Kelly Lynn Scalise. Hello. Wouldn't leave you out, Kelly Lynn. Don't you worry. We're going to change gears here and go into our case study. Um, We have Lydia, uh, our elderly investor. She is 91, ladies and gentlemen. Good for you. That's what I say. Right. I'd say that's a that's I, an achievement in itself. I yeah. say so too. But uh, so either way, like um, she actually was very successful. She lives on her RMDs, plenty of money. You know, she is not hurting in any sort of way. Just um, like all DJ's clients. I know. Right? I know. Right. I want. I, I want to be Lydia when I when I grow up. But um, <laughs> yes. She um, she's done very well for herself, has a sizable nest egg, large RMDs and what she deems are financially irresponsible children. Mm. Ooh, that hurts. So, so she was a very successful businesswoman. She was. She maybe was, we're questioning her I'm, mom skills now. <laughs> your letters could go to Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing out the obvious here. Hey, I, I don't delve into it, you That's know, right. but yes. Um, Sorry, Lydia. Yeah. We love you. Children, one uh, divorced twice, other son, currently unemployed, daughter, dealing with her own boomerang children. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, her advisor uh, basically wants her to name a fiduciary for her account. Like um, somebody, basically he feels that Lydia is in a position where um, while money isn't a concern for her and she's willing to help her children and grandchildren, her life goal at one time was to make sure that everyone, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren were able to go to college without loans. And that was very, I mean, and that is a... That's a legacy. It's a wonderful legacy. The advisor wants to be sure that Lydia is spending her assets as she wishes and not being taken advantage of. Um, Her son's always asking for loans, daughter always... Well, at least it's a loan and not just a handout. Well, I think loan you know, sometimes with families a, turns into. I was going to say, a <laughs> yeah. personal loan is not a loan. That's a gift. I mean, I'm not a financial advisor, and I know that. <laughs> so I guess at I this point now. I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've dug myself enough hole over uh, Okay, here. okay. <laughs> you give me a break? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> give him a rope. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to. Okay. Um, so, DJ Peter, please. What, what do you do for a client like this? Like, she's. I guess at a point where she could be taken advantage of. I mean, do you just be like, you know, it's your money. Let's spend it the way you want it. You know, you're not going to outlive it at this point. Or do you like find somebody to, you know, make sure that, you know, when she calls up and says, hey, I want, you know, a couple, you know, a couple hundred grand to go to my son, you know, Mm -hmm. where, 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 Mm -hmm. how do you deal with this? Yeah, I mean, I think with with the way we you know do our planning, you know, we really try to have relationships with our clients, and we understand over the years um, how they spend and who they help. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know with that that helps us, uh, but there there does become a time when at, at certain ages, um, you know, you you need to have someone help out kind of watch a little bit um and and that's adding you know some type of trusted person to your account someone that we can contact or the custodian can contact someone that um can kind of 
keep an eye out. Yeah, a good when, decision you know, maker, guardian, we, right? Yeah, that we can kind of potentially even call and, and have a conversation with if we feel that something is going on that's not quite on the up and up. And it's a good conversation to have earlier on if you can. Um, you know, she's 91. Sometimes it's a delicate situation mm-hmm. when you're telling somebody, we think somebody needs to be involved in the decision making you might take that the wrong way so mm-hmm. you know if you're the 91 year old say oh, I, I can would imagine, do this yeah. on my own um so it's important um you know you've got to speak speak to your kids um and speak to your parents about uh, what your what your goals are mm-hmm. and what you want to do with your money i mean it's um it, it is important to have a fiduciary um, the same way we are fiduciaries for our clients, their needs mm-hmm. come first. Fiduciary, that's a big word. I that's, think we need to get into that. So, Peter, you had gone into uh, quite a few things, one of which was a fiduciary. And I'm going to shut up now and let you flesh out what a fiduciary is, how to find one, and uh, really what you might look for in a person who would take care of you in that manner. Yeah, and basically a fiduciary is just a trusted person to act in the best interest of another person. Now, best interest of is probably really key to that, right? Yes. So you've got to, uh, it's not that you're going to just make decisions for them that mean that uh, you get paid and and they get something. It's whatever is best for the client, right? Right, and not necessarily what you think is best for them you've got to put yourself in their shoes and look at what's best for their situation right um so having having that set up um and as we talked about earlier dj um passing assets you know whether that's through through your estate plan um definitely needs to be set up but prior to that um adding powers of attorney to accounts so that somebody can be on those accounts to act in their best interest as well. Yeah, because a fiduciary, they don't have rights to the account. They can't right. go in and change the beneficiary. They can't change your address or phone number. They can't go in and actively do anything. It truly is a conversation, right? Right, yeah. They so can they even not thoughts, an in-depth right? conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know, if they were to call and say, hey, how much how much money does she have? It's not that they get all of that information. It's, well, that's not what we're talking about. Right. Is she okay? Is right. this mm-hmm. person okay? She says she's going to send this charity a check. You know, what those type of conversations. They don't sure. get the details. So, Peter, I think what you're referring to is actually having a little more power than just the fiduciary itself. Right. 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 And, and it is important. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that a power of attorney on an account um, gives you that access. Once that person passes away all powers of attorney are removed um if uh, there are, so there are different types there's a general power of attorney there's a durable power of attorney the main difference there is if someone becomes incapacitated meaning they can't make these decisions on their own um, a general power of attorney is removed so that that power goes away a durable power of attorney will let you continue if that person is incapacitated. So you'll still be able to make certain decisions. Okay. Um, But it's important to know that that power of attorney is removed um, upon death, too. So that's when you need that estate plan. And that would be both the durable and the general power of attorney, right? Correct. Correct. So all relationships end at the the end of a person's life. So is it better to have 
separate people for these positions like have I don't know, like have someone different for your power of attorney the hold to hold your power of attorney than to have is like say your trusted contact on your account and then have somebody else be say the executor of your will like or is it I don't know, like is it better to just pick one responsible person or divvy up that responsibility? You you could do both. Um, you can have the same person. Again, the key here is this is a trusted person. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, uh, it is a family member. Mm-hmm. It may not yeah. be certain Lydia's, family members. Or, <laughs> right, family right, members. Exactly. It may not be children, but it could still be family members. But it, yeah, right. and it can be anybody. It could be a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you want somebody who's, who's going to make the right decision at the right time. Um, because most of the time, too, this is involving money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, when you're looking at these people, it's, it's, you know, identifying the traits. You know, are they are they able to do the job, whatever the job may be? Do they have, and you know, are they educated enough to kind of think bigger picture, right? Yeah, so you they know, have to have skills. They, I mean, yeah, obviously. you need to make yeah. sure that it's someone that can have an in-depth conversation and you know keep with the story you know mm-hmm. you want one of those people they, they need to be somewhat available you know if you uh, call right, on yeah. them they've they, yeah. if, if, if you've got someone in a different country you know it, an eight hour or 12 hour time difference may be difficult when you're talking about doctor's appointments and yeah. things like that you know or somebody that works two other jobs right exactly yeah, if, they, if they can't be available to help when you need help or for whatever that that instance is you know that that's someone that 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 um that, that you got to think through and, and you know they need to be someone that some quite frankly that is somewhat liked right i mean they, yeah. mm-hmm. if if they, if you have a if you have a large family and this one person though they may be the smartest but they can't get along with someone well that might not be the right option yeah. either so you kind of have to think through and again it, there's never th- this process for our clients seems to be very difficult it can take years yeah. to develop the plan to find that trusted person. It's easy to find the trusted person or the fiduciary because that's someone that doesn't have the responsibility. The fiduciary is just a contact. Right. When you really start thinking about the, the durable power of attorneys and that type of conversation, those people can take longer to identify and then to conversate with to make sure that they're even available. Are they yeah. even willing to do the work that could right. potentially this this task you know at hand could could take i I would imagine stability would be important too because i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna entrust uh responsibility like that to somebody who's maybe even somebody that you did trust but say they're going through a divorce or a personal issue of them their own uh you might want to i was gonna say that kind of deal with somebody else it's not apply there and you can change them right so just because you identify someone now you know if if it's an aunt of yours that is is fine well in five years if they are aging with you and you decide you know what we need to make this adjustment do do, do we have to age with each other i mean Is there an option not? Oh, yeah, you can opt out of that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Look at that. This is what's amazing about this. How about that? Yeah, no. Where do I sign up for that one? (laughs) Yeah, you you always have the option. This is not a, a set it and forget it. Yeah. You know, okay. th- you know, things happen in life. We understand that you can make those adjustments yeah. as you also advance in age and as as sure. changes are needed. It also seems like this would also kind of blend into an estate planning conversation. Absolutely. As well. It, it yeah. really does. And okay. that's why it's important too to have somebody who has some type of knowledge of money. Yeah. You know, and investments. You, yeah. You know, they may be a likable person, but um, they have to be responsible and knowledgeable as well. 
All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate that. Lydia, I hope uh, I, I hope she finds someone other than her irresponsible family <laughs> to, yeah. to help her. <laughs> I feel like that's always going to be like the, 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 oh, that sticky wicket of like, who do I put in charge? It's you know? very yeah. difficult. And it's more common than, than you would, uh, than you would believe. Yeah. These situations, um, they're, they're fairly common. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up next, we have some listener questions we're going to get into. We're looking at uh, undervalued companies, and we're also looking at treasury bonds. You are listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.